Well, look at that. We are back yes. after a long time. Uh, we'll talk about that. But we need your intros to help us start the podcast. And so what we need you to do is to download the free Hot 101.5 app on your smartphone. Go to the open mic feature and just help us intro the podcast. So, Holly, what would it sound like? Hey, this is Lindsay from Holiday. And I love Miguel, Holly, and Scotty so much. And this is the podcast. Platypus Posse. There you go. Just like that. Just like that. Oh. You'll probably sound a little bit better than that. Uh, but you, you know, can try. I was just going for off the cuff. It's fine. So just uh, download the free Hot 101.5 app. And leave your intro there. And then if you hear yourself, uh, let us know. Uh, send me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. We'll get you a Miguel and Holly mask. Let's kick it off, girl. Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hit music. Well, I think this has been one of the longest hiatuses we've done for the podcast ever. Yeah. Well, this year, anyway. Yeah. This year was the year when we really stepped it up and we were like, at least once a week yes. and then COVID hit and we're like we doing it every day mm-hmm. and then we broke it back down to three times a week and then we were just gone yep so a lot has happened over the past month um yeah, it's been a while wow so uh, god i'm trying to see where did we how do we even begin well we left off uh the week of the election yeah that was our last one um we sort of went and we uh highlighted scott's mom mm-hmm. and played back her podcast mm-hmm. when we had her on last year and that was that tuesday we did that of the the week of the election the first week of november was it a two that tuesday um, yeah, because it was like a special edition. That's right. It was the mom podcast. It was the Tuesday, and then we were going to do a new one on Wednesday, but then it was the day after the election, and things were really crazy, and we were like, oh, we'll do it Thursday. <laughs> and then Thursday got kind of crazy because I found out I had coronavirus. Yes, Yay! you did. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so then it was like this sort of like avalanche of uh, just like craziness. Yeah. Um, And so then Holly found out she had it. So we had to work from home. Scott, thankfully, was okay. Then yeah. my fiance had it. Abe had it. And, it. and it was just... So then we had to do the show from home while dealing with COVID. For two weeks. For two weeks. Uh, was it just two weeks or was it three? Yeah, you always make it three. It was two. But mm. it's three if you count the week we had off for Thanksgiving. Then, yeah, then we had oh, off for Thanksgiving. Right. So it was that's like right. we didn't go to work, period. Not home, not actually here in the studio on that Friday, yeah. which I believe was like November 5th or 6th. Uh, we didn't do anything. And then that next week, we started the home broadcast. The week after, we did a home broadcast. Yeah. Then it was Thanksgiving week. So we've been out for three weeks and a day. Oh, So let's just sort of chronologically go back, and then we can talk about having COVID and then talk about Thanksgiving and what all happened there. Yeah. Um, but, Holly, now that we are back in studio and we're okay and we're healthy, thankfully, how was your COVID experience? Ugh. 
Um, I guess I would say it was mild, which right. is good. Right. I mean, by and large, mm. I was okay. Do you want my timeline or do you want to give your timeline? First? No, just talk. Yeah, what, what happened with you? All right. So I, uh, on election day, on that Tuesday, I woke up and my nose, I was having a dream that I couldn't breathe. Mm. And in my dream, I was like, I couldn't, like, get air through my nose. And then when I woke up, I legit couldn't breathe. Oh. I was like, oh. my nose is so stuffed up. Where my nose spray at? Mm. Like, And oh, I had yeah. this weird metallic taste in my mouth. Mm. So that was Tuesday of the election. Mm-hmm. And then the next day uh, was the day that, unbeknownst to me, Miguel, you went and got a coronavirus test. Mm-hmm. And then on Thursday, on Wednesday night, like, someone else in our building had it. And I had been in the elevator with them. Ooh, surprise. And I was just like, whatever, I'll just get tested on Thursday to be safe. Yeah. Um, well, then Thursday, my rapid test came back negative. I'm like, don't have COVID. Although, I had gone to Neurospot TMS on Wednesday of that week and they took my temperature like they always do and they're mm-hmm. like you're a little elevated and i was like it's probably my car it was a hot car on the way here which happens that does. right but again that paired with the weird metallic taste those were red flags um and so then on fr- on thursday miguel that's when you found out you had covid mm-hmm. so basically in my head what i've worked through is that i think i was exposed through you mm-hmm. at work on that Monday, right. which is why I got hit with the weird metallic taste in my mouth and the stuffy nose on Tuesday. Right. Um, so then by that time, I already had a negative test on that Thursday mm-hmm. when you got positive, and I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and I had a cousin that was supposed to come eat dinner at my house that day, and I was like, I was exposed to coronavirus. Uh, mm. I don't think I have it, but you never know. She's like, whatever. Oh. She came over anyway. Wow. And then, I know. And then we... um. Uh, we weren't going to work on Friday because right. you for sure tested positive. Mm-hmm. So that threw a monkey wrench in the whole thing. So that Friday, I was like, I got to go get tested again. So I did a rapid and the PCR test that time. Rapid was again negative. Wow. So interesting. I have a theory. I'll get to that. Mm. So then <laughs> the PCR test that I took actually came back the next day, Saturday. But 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 Friday night, I didn't feel good. Yeah. Mm. I was like, okay, if I don't have COVID, I have something because right. I don't feel right. And I was outside playing with my daughter. <laughs> this is the stupidest and the most embarrassing thing, but we were playing COVID testing. Oh. Here's what you have to do with kids to make it less scary. You sort of play, and then it helps them address any fears that they have. Oh. So, like, I had gotten now two tests, and right. she's like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Because, you know, with kids, it's scary. They're like, what, are you dead? Like, right. I need my yeah. parent. Right. So, like, she was confused about it. And so uh, we played. We went out in the lawn. <laughs> she took her laundry basket, put it upside down, <laughs> set out some Q-tips and, like, you know, pens and paper. And, you know, so she rode with her bike. And I, she was like, can I get COVID testing here? And I was like, yes, girl. <laughs> so, like, I took these damn Q-tips. I stuck it up her nose. I put it in a little test tube. Then she did the same with me. Oh, Wow. She oh, has like wow. my, but I was sure to make it very like appropriate because I was mm-hmm. like, ma'am, you need your mask on. Mm. So she had her mask on. I had my mask on. And right. then I'm like, okay, so when they do this, you just, they make you pull your mask down to just below your nose. So keep it like that. Mm-hmm. Then she swabbed my nose and put it in the thing. And then as we were playing this, I'm like, I don't feel good. Oh no. And I was like, we got to wrap this up. Yeah, we're going wow. in. Saturday morning. I definitely didn't feel good. Went to the walk-in clinic which was a whole travesty because they were their credit card machine was down. They're like, "Do you have cash?" I was like, "I don't remember my pin." 
<laughs> I was cry- I was crying in the damn parking lot of the walking clinic. Oh, God. They're like, okay, stop crying. We'll just bill you. <laughs> stop crying. So the guy, the doctor, was like, I explained everything that happened, including you, Miguel. Mm-hmm. Guy's like, well, it sounds like you got COVID. Oh. I'm like, no, well, I don't know yet. I'm asking you if it is. Because, like, there's this weird thing. If you have not had COVID, understand that there's this weird thing after you've been exposed where you sort of think, not me, though. Right. Yeah, exactly. It can't be. Yeah. It's not. I don't have that. Like, no. other people get that. Like, I've made it this far without getting it. Right. There is no way that it would be me. Not me. Yeah. Like, bitch, I had been, like, around Miguel, and he was positive. Like, mm-hmm. what? But in my own brain, I'm like, but it could be the flu still. Right. No. Well, I went home. By that time, I was I was I had been wearing my mask around Maya and my mom mm. and my person for, like, the last two days. Because on Thursday night when you tested positive, Miguel, mm-hmm. I was like, let me just wear a mask in, at home to be right. sure. Right, just to be careful. <laughs> right. Then f- Saturday afternoon my test result came back, and it was confusing because it said detected, not detected, but the detected was highlighted. I'm like, mm. why does it even say not detected? <laughs> yeah. So anyway, I that's when I became aware that I was for sure positive, and that's when isolation started. So oh. I'm like, you guys go upstairs. Get get out of the house. It's a sick house. Bye. Get out of here. We done. We all need to get you tested. It turned into like the, like the craziest thing. So I know I'm sick, and I, I was sick. I felt like the flu. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, flu symptoms, fever, all that. And so it was just, it was very mentally tough because I'm like, I wasn't prepared for this. Like, right. I had been telling myself it was the flu. So now my mom is like, or Maya was moved in upstairs with my mom. We have a house. There's like a door, like an actual, not just like a little flimsy door. Like, it could be two separate houses. Mm. Um, So we just kept the door closed in between. Mm-hmm. And that was the journey. And then I was just mm. in isolation without you know, seeing anyone. And if I had to pass things to them, I made sure to have my N95 mask on, gloves. It was like, you know, it was like a weird, one of those weird movies. I would like pass things through the door and they would pass things through the door. And then um, all of them got tested that week, twice actually. None of them had it. Wow. Which is remarkable to me. And going back to what I said, I have a story about that to Scott. I here here's what I think. This is my unprofessional opinion because I like to try to put pieces of the puzzle. I'm about together. to say, Holly, Doctor O'Connor here. Doctor O'Connor's in with the house. Her medical degree from Ohio, <laughs> Ohio Northern. Yeah, no, no, really. But I, I'm a good lo- logical deducer. Okay. <laughs> First of all, and I, I would never have said this on the air, but I don't trust the rapid tests. Mm. Not only that, the doctor that I went to at the walk-in clinic was like, those rapid tests don't look for everything on a deeper level like you have to have a pretty high viral load which always makes me laugh that term (laughs) gotta have a high load girl you have to have a high viral load for it to show up on the rapid test and i never did the day that i was literally sick with covid you would have thought that that test would have come back positive right it didn't but the pcr test did the pcr being the one you know the they send it away to the lab and then you get the results in a couple of days Mm -hmm. and i think that one was you know, that was where it showed up because they look deeper into like your RNA to see if there are virus molecules there. Right. And my my theory is that the reason that Maya and my mom and my person didn't get it because that's that blows my mind. Like what? Which is also why I assumed I didn't get it over the weekend, because if I had got it over the weekend of Halloween, my person would have gotten it, too. Right. You know, um, but then I didn't see him after Sunday. Mm. So the reason I think that they didn't get it was because I didn't get a lot of it from you, Miguel. Like, I didn't, it 
not a lot of the virus mm. that you were shedding got into my body right. enough to make me sick and infect me, obviously. Right. But that's why I didn't show up on the rapid tests. Mm-hmm. I was very careful around them. Even though, like, Maya and I played COVID testing, it didn't go to her because we were careful. But I don't think I was shedding the virus at a high rate at that time, mm. which is why the, the rapid tests were negative and why they didn't get anything. And then by the time I did know, we had already been being careful and I was able to isolate and, and keep them from getting it. Right. It's. I mean, the science is just continuing to evolve. I yeah. mean, because this is something new. I mean, when you think about chicken pox or the flu or the cold or whatever, these are things that have been around for decades, They're, years, hundreds of years. Yeah, they've, they've been understood and studied ad nauseum. Right. And so when you have something that's a brand new thing, yes. I mean, they are continually finding out new things. And then the way that it affects people is just so differently. Because mine was completely different. Like literally that Monday when we, after the Halloween weekend, the weather had changed a little bit. It did. And normally when they're like, I'm fully expecting that my sinuses are going to act up tomorrow um, because we're supposed to have a cold front. And usually that's what happens is my, all of a sudden, because the barometric pressure changes and my sinuses are like, oh, we're old and we're going to act up and punch <laughs> you in your face. <laughs> Yay, punching. Right. And so that's what I thought Monday the uh, after Halloween, that's what it was. And so I usually what I do is when that happens, I'll wait a day just to like see if it's that or if I'm sick. And it was still like I didn't feel any body aches. I didn't feel like I still went to CrossFit like I was fine. And then on, so on Tuesday, I was like, OK, you know what? Just to be safe, I will go and get tested. And that was the election day. Election day. But then the testing places were closed because it yep. was election day. Yeah. Uh... So I was like, all right, well, I'll go Wednesday. So as soon as we were done with the show, I went, got tested and uh, I didn't get my results back until when- Thursday. Thursday. And then that's when I remember I was, like, literally making plans for the show for that Friday. Yep. And I got a little alert on my phone. It was like, your test results came in. And I looked at it, and it was like, SARS, COVID-19, yeah. detected. Detected! And I was like, no. Like, I don't feel sick. Like, I don't. And it's not like over the course of the week I got worse. I actually felt better. That's so weird that you didn't get sick. No, like, I just had those sinus uh, symptoms and that's it. And, like, the whole time I kept checking my temperature several times, it never went over 98.9. Never went over it. You never had a fever. I never had a fever the entire time. I meant to say with mine, I had a fever. And I'm not saying, like, it was up in 102 or anything. But for me, my average temperature is 98.7. Right. My temperature was at least 99.5 or mm. a little higher mm-hmm. for a solid two weeks. Oh, wow. I guess as my body was fighting with that's it. It's right. fighting, yeah. So our boss man, Will, when, like, stuff is going down, he's that person that's like, okay, okay, we got to shut the show down. We got to <laughs> yeah. shut it down. <laughs> What's the We're done. What are we going to do? We need to get you some equipment to broadcast. Are you okay? Do yeah. you need anything? Like, what are we? Woo! And do you like, need me to take <laughs> you to the hospital? Like, it's really fantastic, actually. He's on top of it. If there's anything, it's that. I mean, it's like you get an email, and it's like, we're going to do this. This is going to happen. Everything's fine. We got under control. Don't you worry. And I was like, okay, I feel protected. There's like five action points. (laughs) It feels good. It does, because you feel like somebody's in control. And so then it was just like, all right, let's just wait and see. So then I I messaged my doctor, and he was like, all right, here are some vitamins to take. I'm going to get you on a steroid. Which is weird, by the way, that they put you on a steroid. Considering you didn't really have any symptoms. My doctor was like, 
because I called my doctor after the mm-hmm. term detected. Right. And I was like, what do I ha-? It was a Sunday, by the way. Oh. Uh. Shouts out to my doctor who I'd call on emergency on call. I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> I'm like, Miguel got on steroids. I know you know who Miguel is. What's going on? Do I need to be on steroids? She's uh. like, no. No, mm. no, we're only going to do steroids if you suddenly can't breathe or right. whatever. She's like, for now, just, you know, home therapeutics. Right. I was like, oh. Oh. Uh, yeah. All right. So you got put on steroids. Yeah, I mean, like, literally that Thursday when I found out, I messaged him, and then he got a prescription, and then Scott went and picked it up for me. Yes, I did. Um, <laughs> came in for the rescue. Mm-hmm, that's what I do. And and I don't know if that's why I didn't have any symptoms. I mean, Maybe it I boosted feel, you. Right. Like, I that's mean, true. I feel like right now nobody knows. They're just because no. literally there's no said treatment. There's nothing that's like, <laughs> here's what you do if you have coronavirus. Everybody's doing something different. This is true. And doctors are just sort of trying to piecemeal together like what they've experienced with their patients. Mm-hmm. And like, here is what we're going to do for you. So I started taking these vitamins and the steroids. And literally, I think Saturday is probably when I felt like the worst. But like it was... I just felt like really tired. And I will say that my chest did get heavy, I think like Saturday and Sunday. That's like really the only symptom where I was like, I wasn't struggling to breathe. It was just like, I felt like I had pressure on my chest. And that's when he was like, all right, well, let's get you uh, an inhaler just in case it gets bad. Mm. Um, you know, so he was like, let's just put everything on the table and just make sure that we are fighting it as best we can just in case it develops into something crazy. Wow. And so his big thing was if you cough up stuff, then we need to like get you to the emergency room um if that's if that ends up being what happens next. Gotcha. And thankfully everything was fine like Abe my fiance, he got it worse than I did. He had like the flu-like symptoms. He was like down for like the week um after the election and mm-hmm. he was just like done. He's like, I'm sick. Yeah, just done. When you're sick, it just sucks. And that's what I was telling like, my person, because I was it was just, it was a lot mentally when you don't feel good and there's other stuff going on. Like, I'm trying to figure out my mom and the Maya situation and like how Maya's dad fits into all this and I was just like, and I don't Everything is worse. Yeah. So I feel for him. And thank you, by the way, because Miguel actually drove NyQuil over to my house. I did. I did. And it felt weird because I was like, I had like two masks on and gloves on. And I was like, I don't want anyone to see me and be like, why are you at your house? Yeah. Why are you at your house? But I need, and that's the thing. I didn't realize I would need the NyQuil until like that evening. Was right. it, was it Friday or Saturday? And I was like. Yes, I need something. And I didn't want to go to the store because wow. I'm contagious or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, it was like a last minute shot in the dark. And thank you, Lord, for having NyQuil. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I'll drive it over to you. I felt like I was just like in a little tunnel. I'm like, let me get over there and to get to you. But yeah. I think the biggest thing that I felt after the two days of just having the pressure is just the exhaustion of it. Like, I was so tired and we did the show so we were mm. off that friday and monday where we didn't do it because we had to get the broadcast equipment and so will and I didn't feel good like i was like i don't want to do this show like i right. we can right we have the ability to but i don't feel good right and so we were like we won't do the show friday and monday and like i was able to like power through the show after that after friday and monday when as soon as we were done, yep. I would go sit on the couch and I was just done for the day. Like I couldn't do anything else around the house. It was it was tough. And then it was like after that next weekend is when I finally started to feel better. And that's when Abe and I went on a bike ride. Um, and it was like, all right, we want some fresh air. We can get out and like or outside with just the two of us. Because there was like the first bike ride we went on. It was like around the house. Um, 
and I saw, oh, and I was like, well, let's just stay close to the house <laughs> because we've been talking about on the air that, you know, we had coronavirus. And I was like, well, let's not like go too far. And I was like, I don't want to see anybody. And we get to this intersection and I was like, maybe we should turn back around. Let's not cross this busy street. And he was like, no, we'll be fine. And then as soon as we're sitting there just waiting, like not even touching the button for the crosswalk. So I was like, I don't want to touch anything. Somebody pulls up, rolls the window. I'm like, hey, Miguel, how oh you feeling? God. I know y'all just got coronavirus. Oh, God, and you're out biking. <laughs> <laughs> oh my I was gosh. like, we're trying to do something safe and just like get our bodies no. moving from just sitting down. Uh, but I just, I feel for the people that have gone through like the major yeah. uh, uh, symptoms of it. And yeah. I must, my heart goes out to you because we were very lucky and spared from it. That's the thing. You don't know. You don't know. Right. Because, Scott, when you had, because now we're like the coronavirus quartet. I know, right? It's not a quartet. It's a trio. <laughs> uh, so, but like when you had it, you had some flu-like symptoms, didn't you? In the very beginning, yeah. I got, I was pretty sick for like three days where yeah. it's like the first day kind of like a cold Second day, pretty high fever. Like, I went to bed and I was like, D- I'm hot. Mm. But I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just going to lay down. But that's the thing. You don't want to say anything. Oh, like, yeah. That's, I, I literally fine, thought fine. I was fine. But I also had, like, literally my whole entire, like, family was at my house. Mm. And so I was, um, um, as soon as I started feeling bad, I was like, y'all just kind of stay away from me. I don't feel great. And then I would go in my room and just kind of hang out. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, it was like a Wednesday. I started feeling better. I was like, okay, I think I'm getting over this. But then it was that Thursday where the smell, it left. And my taste left. And I was like, well, that's it. And that's when I started testing positive for it. But then the biggest thing was like what you just said, Miguel, was like exhaustion. Like, and I I said it on the air then. It was like, as soon as we would get done with the show, I'd be like, oh my Mm. gosh, I'm just so tired. And I would go sit on the couch and it would like, I would either just have to lay down and pass out. And Mm. then it was like impossible to get up. I'd be like, I feel like I'm a magnet attached to this like couch. (laughs) It is so hard for me to get up. And that carried on for a couple weeks where it was just randomly, I'd just sit there. I'm like, oh. Let me go ahead and just take a nap. Right. But fi- finally, I don't feel like that anymore. But that was the weirdest thing where I was like, okay, I got plenty of sleep. We just did the show. It's only like 10 a.m., but I just need to lay down. I'm tired. Your body yeah, I mean, it. even now, I I think it was thir- Wednesday right before Thanksgiving. I went and got my hair cut and got some stuff for Thanksgiving. You know, I've tested negative twice by now. And I was just doing like simple errands. And I remember like just I literally had brought the stuff up the stairs mm-hmm. and I had to leave it in the bags. and I had to sit down. Oh, because like I feel like I'm still I don't know. I mean, I it's test- freaky. That it feeling is. is freaky because it's like this should not tire me no. out. Like I went and got a haircut and I went to Publix. I should be fine. What's weird is I don't ha- I haven't felt that level of exhaustion. Oh, no. Like I was just like, oh, my God, I am <laughs> so tired right now like mentally i was in a fog but right. physically i was like i did my normal when you're sick you kind of lay around but i didn't have that feeling where i couldn't get up like mm-hmm. but but i just had that fever the whole time yeah and my mind was so foggy mm. Ugh, it, see that's what's weird it hits everyone differently like that is your was your mind foggy or was it um, or how have you been with that? Because I feel like I did some dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> like I just, I feel like I did some dumb shit, and then I would be like, "What am I doing?" Like I would walk into a room three separate times, be like, "I gotta get this." I walk in there and be like, "I don't even, I don't even know what I'm doing right now." Yeah, it was embarrassing. Yeah, there were a couple times that I don't know because I feel like I'm kind of foggy naturally, so oh, I'm yeah. like. <laughs> I don't know if it was, like, just my regular state of mind or if it was COVID. Um, But there were a couple. I think doing the show, 
I had to really prepare extra because I'm really good on the fly when we're doing stuff and coming up with a solution quickly. But I did find myself being like, let me just get down here to the dining room early to get everything for the show planned together and not leave anything to guess because I feel like I would I, I did have a little lag in making quick decisions. And so whenever um, DJ AR Smooth, who was back in the studio for us running the show, and he'd be like, hey, we have like 45 seconds. Do you want to do this or do that? And I'd be like, "Uh, uh, (laughs) okay, let's do this. And he was like, are you okay? You're like, like, no, 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 I have COVID. I'm I'm not okay. I have a world pandemic raging through my body right now. Weird, isn't it? Like it grossed me out. I, I was like so grossed out by myself. Now, was the like first time you went in public after you were okay? Was that weird for you after being in the house for those days? Mm-hmm, definitely. Although I don't even know what it was. Mm. What did I do? I don't. I don't even know. My first time out was going to get a haircut into the grocery store. Mm. And I felt like when I went to the grocery store, I was like looking around for someone to be like. Were your negative test? Are you sure? Because you just yeah. feel like yeah. I shouldn't be out right now. But it's like I've done my testing. I haven't had a fever. I know I'm good. But you just because and then what made me feel even bad is when we were in Key West last weekend, um, Abe and I posted a picture of we were doing something and someone was like, um, didn't you just test positive for coronavirus a couple days ago? And I was like, no, here's the timeline. And they were like, oh, OK, I was just making sure. I'm like, what do you Sure, like you're gonna go on jet skis in Key West <laughs> after having been diagnosed two days prior with COVID. Is uh, that what you're making sure you dumbass? Actually, yes. That Thursday, <laughs> I tested positive for COVID, <laughs> and then by Friday, I was in Key West on a jet ski, a not old, being able to smell the salt water or anything. Be like a big old f you to every single person in the whole country with this damn pandemic. Like, think, think about it. No, so I, I, I was very polite. I was like. Here's the timeline. And they were like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure. And I'm like. <laughs> what would they have done if you'd have been like. Saying, yeah, yeah, I'm yes. positive. <laughs> yeah. I don't give a. Like what? Would- Being like, I'm actually licking doorknobs and stuff down <laughs> in Key West just to, you know, pass it on. Like, oh, no, no, no. We made sure that we were okay. We did the proper precautions. Because uh, there was a moment where I was like, listen, if we don't feel well enough, we're going to have to cancel this Key West trip. Because, right. I mean, we can't go down there sick. And yeah. so thankfully it was like everything led up to it. We were able to get tested and be fine. But I was like, girl. I do want to shout out people that helped though. Like I mm. like I we got I'm sure you also got messages, but I got so many messages from MH fan members that were like, I'm just gonna check on you, which I had a lot of time so I could go through the messages. Yeah, right. Um, but that was really uplifting just to get those messages. Um, you know, my friends that all called and texted um, with either suggestions or my friend Julie who went on, like, this goose chase in St. Pete to get me, like, um, homeopathic medicine mm. and green juice oh. and, like, whatever else. Uh, and my friend who Tiffany who suggested this zinc water, like, all these div- – I was on a lot of regimen of vitamins. But, like, the people that really helped and stepped up, like, even my friend Christy in L.A. who admittedly is, like – just the nicest person to, to, she just likes to do stuff. Right. She's like, what can I do? What can I get you? I'm like, you are in LA. I don't need things. <laughs> and she's like, something. I could do something. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe some crafts. Mm. And this bitch put together a whole craft box. Like, oh. 
like so many things. And so when I got it, I was like, yay, craft. <laughs> like my person and Maya went to Target and got me like a Lego set to do nice. while I was at home. So it was just people really came out and just were supportive. So I that helped a lot because it felt like I wasn't alone, even though I was absolutely alone. Right. <laughs> I actually did 12 days just to be on the absolute safe side so my mom didn't get it. But yeah. it was it was a weird thing of just being like, well, what do I do? I'm going to shuffle from one room to the next, I guess. Yeah, I think the biggest thing that Abe and I went through is after he wasn't feeling bad, he just does not do well with sitting. Mm. He does not do well. Like he was like, "I I need to do something." So he repainted the laundry room. We oh. had um, new laundry, our uh, washer and dryer um, sent to the, or bought and sent to the house. He put in a new vanity in the uh, half bathroom. I mean, painted and he went to work. We got, I got <laughs> new dining room chairs. We did a lot of online shopping over Dang. over November. That's so. actually kind of gr- a great project to do is like fix up your house while you got. It is. I mean, so like we had a lot of stuff that like we like was on the list of things to do, but it's like you never have time. Yeah, we'd love a new vanity for the half bathroom, but when are you ever gonna sit down and say let's put it in? This is my problem. I was thinking about this with home ownership. Like, there's never an end no. to stuff. No, I was in the backyard yesterday and I was like. This is a mess. Like, I'm going to have to get a new, like, deck area and, Ugh. like, just, like, fix it. Just fix it. It just yes. looks like a damn mess back there. And I'm like, when the hell am I going to do that? There's always something. There's what always something. I'm going to do that now. Right. Like, what am I going right. to do that? Well, and then, like, I feel like our house right now, Chateau Oprah, like, if you take pictures from when I first moved in or, like, even after, like, the housewarming party when, I, when Abe and I first got together when he painted it and I thought it looked nice and I had everything set up. It's like a completely different house now. And it's like I look around, I'm like, yes, I got my gal. Oh, we bought a gallery wall and put that up while we were out. And then yesterday, oh no, it was a few days ago, whenever it rained last, um, there was like our hardwood floors near the in the patio. It's like crackling and bubbling. And he's like, and it, our hardwood floor is already junk. But we're like, it's fine. We covered up. But now it's like real, real bad. And we're like, we need new floors. Oh. We need new floors. I've been saying that about my my back entryway. It's like Ugh. this horrendous industrial looking carpet. Like the kind of carpet that's not really carpet. It's like flat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yes. It's like in a business park. Yes. It's like yes. that. And the dog has peed in there numerous oh. times. Oh. And it's disgusting. Ew. And I'm just, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> it's just every time someone comes in there, they're like, oh. Well, this smells interesting. I'm like, that's why you all come in the front. I got to decorate a nice. Anyway, but yeah, so we needed that, and I'm just like, I, I can't, because my air conditioning went out, by the way, last <gasps> week. Oh! oh my AC. Gosh. I didn't think it was, like, going to be broken. I just thought it was making a weird noise, and it was like, I had it set for 73, but it wasn't 75 in there. Oh, no, no, no. And no. I was like, this is weird, so I'm just going to call him. I get a free visit. So this guy comes out, and he's like, yep, this is broken. I was like, uh. no, what? No. Okay. Welcome to home ownership. It's so fun. So that's the thing that. <laughs> but that's how you build wealth. Do to do. It's so fun. <laughs> so there was that COVID adventures. Uh, but we're done. We're clear. We're free. I don't know how long we have the antibodies. Everybody gives a different answer. This is true because they don't know. It nope. hasn't been around long enough. I nope. mean, I had it. I mean, I was a couple months out, and I literally was right next to your face Yeah, yeah. while you were positive with COVID. Yeah. Got tested negative. Yeah. We had a couple people that messaged us, too. They were like, how 
far are y'all away from each other at Chateau Oprah when you're doing the house? Yeah. Yeah. Scott already had it. And I was like, well, according to the research, but I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know. But I did test after it, and I tested negative. Yeah. So. yeah. Got, the, got those antibodies. I guess so. Uh, so let's talk about how everybody's Thanksgivings went this year in the year of COVID-19. Oh, dear. Um, now, Scott, you were not here. You, oh, wait, hold on. <sighs> this says Thanksgiving Miguel and Holly show. What is this? And Holly, you thought oh, a that you had found oh, it's a some, really- just a segment. Oh, I thought it was like some interesting music bed. <laughs> Scott, you were where for Thanksgiving? Oh, dear. Okay. Uh, so I went over to Vero to get, like, I hung out with my dad. The plan was to go Why down- is it whenever you talk about Vero Beach, you're like, I went to Vero. Went down to Vero. I hung out with my papa. <laughs> <laughs> hung out with Paul. We split some logs. And we built no, stuff. No, no, no. We, we went hunting. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I went over and saw Paw Paw. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> I call him Dad. Yeah, that's uh, So <laughs> the whole plan was just to have a small Thanksgiving of my dad, my brother, my aunt, and my grandma, and my brother's girlfriend. Well, like two days before Thanksgiving, my grandma went to the hospital. Oh, no. She had appendicitis. What? Oh, my God. Had to get her all that stuff. Oh my gosh. And then it's that, there's a whole other thing going on there. So my grandma couldn't even be at her own Thanksgiving, but we all ended up going to her place anyway because she had it like the whole like Publix catering where you could have like a turkey in the sides. You just heat it up and it's fantastic. It actually ended up being a very fun little Thanksgiving and just hanging out with literally my aunt, my dad, my brother, and his girlfriend. And we, I helped make the turkey, whatever, heated it up. Yeah. I basted it. That's fine. And heated up the sides, and we ended up playing, like, card games, board games, hung out at my grandma's, like, condo for the day, and it was really nice. And, you know, we FaceTimed my grandma while she was there, or while she was in the hospital, and got to check in with her and see how she was doing. So, all in all, it was not exactly how we thought it was going to go, but it ended up being pretty good for the circumstances. Now, when you all decided you were going to go down and visit her, were you all nervous Absolutely. about doing that? Because I, yeah. that's, that is probably the hardest part about this pandemic is you see the news stories and mm-hmm. you hear the reports. The uh, CDC recommends don't travel. Only have Thanksgiving with the people in your house. Yeah. But then you're like, but then my grandma's just down there by herself. But then they're like, well, do you want her to be around next year? And then you're like... Ah, and then I'm sure your grandma was like, come visit me. I want to see you all. But then, like, you want to be careful. It's like, how did you all make that decision to do it? Well, even my dad keeps saying now, he's like, he, he would call my grandma and be like, you know, like, honestly, like, kind of thankful you weren't there because I was scared when we we're going down there. And of course, we were all nervous about it. But it's like we had a pretty inact plan ready to go. Like, we brought a ton of disinfecting stuff. We're all going to wear masks. We're going to socially distance ourselves away from her if she Mm. was there. Wipe off everything and make sure that it's like, if we're going to be there, okay, great. I want to, like, you know, socially distance and just make sure everything's clean. Right. And I, again, I'm not saying this is the way to do it, but when I had COVID, I was living with my dad and I just went about, like, I literally just stayed away from him. Whenever I was anywhere near, had a mask on. Just did all those things that were like, okay. The safeguards. I'm just going to keep my distance from you. And even as we were there, we made sure as we're like wiping off everything, disinfecting everything, making sure that it would be okay. But 
I guess it's in a weird way, like, you know, that she wasn't there, kind of a good thing, because, God forbid, if somebody did carry it and give it to her, that wouldn't be good at all. So, everyone was nervous. It was just, you have to, like, weigh out things. I think everyone's situation is a lot different, and it's hard. You can't judge other people for what they're doing, and that's why it's like, I heard people weren't going to see their family, okay, and I heard people were going to see their family. Like, for me, like, we just, we'd all needed each other. Right. Like, if the circumstances that have been given this year, mm-hmm. we needed to be around each other. I wasn't going to just sit in the house with my, my dad and my brother and not see my grandma. And especially my grandma's now in her 80s. Like, again, high risk for COVID. But at the same time, you're like, y'all, I just, we need to see family. Got to utilize the time that you have. That's it's just the hardest part it's about extremely this. extremely hard. And it's really... Um, you go. I go back and forth between being frustrated but understanding. Like when I hear people that are like, well, just stay your ass at home. Like don't do anything. Wear your mask. And it's like I get it. We need to keep putting that message out. Yeah. Yes, if possible, stay home. Do not see those people that are at high risk so you can hopefully see them when we have a vaccine and when things are better. But then in that case, you know, your family just went through this horrible, tragic situation yeah. and you just want that comfort mm-hmm. of it. And so you've got to make that really horrible decision. But people also should not judge you for it. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could try to slide my DMs and judge me. But again, it's like you if you go about it, like if you were to go see your family and you're like, OK, I want to see you. But I saw plenty of people that are like, I had a Zoom and with my other family members, and even other people were coming in. They all had masks on. Right. Everyone had a mask on. Right. If you're going, like, we had older family members on the other Zoom, like, they're just keeping their distance away from each other. Like, if you were going to do that, like, at least do the things to be safe. And that's the same thing with going out in public. Yeah. Right. It's like, yes, I still go out and do things occasionally, but I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be all up in the crowd. I'm not going to a bar right now. Right. I'm not trying to, like, not have a mask chatting with people at a bar no i'll go to Publix, wear my mask keep my distance away from people and make sure that if i'm in a situation i'm at least taking my odds like and putting them at least in my favor right not to get covid or to spread covid this is the thing i just feel like uh, hmm, a lot of social media or just the mainstream media if you will it's it very much feels like it's either one or the other yeah either you're sitting at home or you don't give any bleeps (laughs) and you're out like making out with 50 people on the beach or whatever But I also feel like there's a large majority of us, because I, I sort of put all of us in this small, maybe silent majority of use your brain. Right. Yeah. Like, use the logic, like you said, Scott. So use all of the CDC uh, guidelines that we've been given to make smart choices mm-hmm. and don't get nuts. Like, <laughs> I was telling my mom, because she was going to go fly to, like, South Carolina oh, God. the week of Thanksgiving. I'm like, ha <laughs> Nope. Bye. Nah, nah, yeah. Cancel all that shit real quick. Um, <laughs> so, but, so that, I'm like, yeah, we're done. We're not doing that. But then, you know, did we go and have like a family gathering literally yesterday with, there were six of us. That, I was like, okay, we've all been in the same bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, we're making sure that we're being very safe and whatever else. And then getting, you know, keeping masks if you need to or whatever it is. Like, if you do the things and you're smart about what you do that helps right what happened in my neighborhood i was driving to i don't even know where we were going and this was before thanksgiving like a couple days prior there was a house on a corner i counted there were 20 freaking cars 
in the driveway, in the lawn, on the oh, street. Oh, God. I was like, and this is the issue. That's the difference, yeah. That's the issue. If there's 20 cars there, I'm guessing more than one person was in a car. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about possibly like 30 to 40 people in this house. And I peeked in the window because I'm a nosy bitch. Right. <laughs> Nary a mask to be seen. Uh, I was like, these are the events that turn into these super spreader events right. where it's not possible to know where all of those people yeah. have been, mm-hmm. how safe all of them have been being. being. That doesn't sound right, but been, whatever. Man. How safe they've all been. Right. Like, that's, it's too much to really know. But then again, like if we're not do if we're not doing the judging thing, I'm just I worry. Right. That causes me to worry. I'm not like like I hope that house burns down or anything. <laughs> <laughs> just like I hope they don't get COVID. I right. hope that didn't turn into any event or mm-hmm. anything. But it's like, see, that's where you're really taking a risk. Right. Like weigh out all of these options. Well, that's like somebody and it made me laugh when I think like the only pictures from uh Key West that I posted were Abe and I on a jet ski and us on a boat for a sunset cruise. Mm-hmm. And someone was like, oh, I hope you had so much fun in Key West. But hopefully y'all were fa- or safe because the pictures I saw, y'all were, weren't wearing masks. And I was like, ma'am, we were on a boat away from everybody else. Because we literally picked our sunset cruise to be one where they limited the amount of people. Because we saw some of the sunset cruises where it was like, girl, it was like packed wall to wall. And I was like, anybody wants to like, nobody wants to socially distance? That's fine. Whatever. And then it's the two of us on a jet ski in the middle of the ocean. Where's your mask? <laughs> I was like, like, look at that picture we have. It's like, what you? And they were like, "Where's your mask?" And I'm like, "We're on a jet ski." The CDC doesn't even recommend wearing a mask during like water sports. <laughs> We're trying to get waterboarded. Like, what are you gonna do if you fall off? So I was like, "Let's just use our." We brain. gotta stop. Yeah, and that's also part of it. It's like gotta stop judging, especially pictures, because like, right. you're not gonna take a picture unless you're with a group. With a mask on. Right, right. So take it down for a second. Right. Taste cheese, put it back on. Like, I just, I don't like that. I don't, I hate this whole thing of jumping on and judging each other. It's like, okay, do what you got to do. If somebody else isn't like, what, are you going to go yell at them and that's right. going to change their mind constantly? No, no. I was not going to knock on my neighbor's door and be like, excuse me, it seems <laughs> yeah. like you've got a lot of people in here. Yeah, it's hey. like you hope that people would do the right things, but you also, it's almost like this weird thing. If you tell someone what to do. And they're already in that frame of not doing it. They're just going to not want to do it more. Right. 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 It's right. like dealing with children. <laughs> you can't tell children no, never, because right. then they'll do it. So right. this is the problem. And this is the problem with this country. It's so interesting. I did a lot of, like, online reading, obviously, during the pandemic. <laughs> Had some time. Had some time. I found um, this guy on Twitter had pieced together articles from uh, the newspaper in 1918 in mm. Ohio, in Dayton, Ohio area, and Lima, where I used to work. It's like all this area of Ohio from 1918, the Spanish flu. Mm. And it was the same shit, y'all. Really? I, I, I think I retweeted mm. it, so it's somewhere in there. But, like, the newspaper articles are like, you know, doctors are saying that even if you feel better, make sure you're still staying in bed those extra couple days because we don't know if you can spread it. Mm. Or then it's like... The the mayor of Lima said you have to wear masks, and there were several people not wearing them. And then it's like the order has been rescinded, but you need to stay socially distant. And they were like, "Here's one thing you can do: when you're riding in the car, keep the windows open." Ugh. Okay. 
And, and then that uh. was their plan for the school children. We're going to open the windows. Mm. But, like, the, the theme of the article, you could just tell of these, like, 100-year-old articles where it was, like, some people were following the quote-unquote rules. Right. And some people were like, hell no, not me. Not, <laughs> I'm not doing it. Not in the year 1918, <laughs> I won't. And it was just, it was... Just very interesting to see the complete parallel yeah. to now where you could have, aside from some of the like the funny things, like, you know, school children opening the windows right. and that helping, like, aside from that, it was the same. Mm. So this is not new. Like, this is the, the, the divide that we have about this pandemic is not new. It happened with the Spanish flu in mm. 1918. Wow. And we are just repeating history, which is why it's so important to know your history. Yeah, but apparently uh, the the few articles that the tweet didn't get a lot of like likes or anything, probably because nobody but my dumbass was sitting there reading articles <laughs> on my phone from 1918. It was just so fascinating to me. I'm like, mm. this is exactly what's happening now, and it right happened now. back then. Wow. So and it's gonna happen the way it happens. I'm about to say, and it's just what makes me nervous is that I just as we get through the holidays, it's just gonna get like. Worse and oh, worse. Oh yeah, and worse. I, I'm so interested to see just what happens now. Now right. that Thanksgiving just happened, I mean, it's of course people traveled. You saw rec- like a record numbers, but a ton of people in general. Mm-hmm. And then you record know, for this year, record yeah. for this year, and then Christmas and all those holidays coming up, New Year's, like, and it's uh, like everyone keeps saying it's just so restless. Everyone's just so restless of being not with people, right? That it's tough. It's gonna. Because I even, I want to see family this year, too. And it's like, it's the same thing I just talked about where it's like, okay, how am I going to make this happen? Mm-hmm. Like, what could I do to make sure that I do see people, but also I'm safe? Right. But I'm also part of that, like, group that's like, oh, traveling for the holidays. Damn it. <laughs> it's really tough. I You're the irresponsible one. Uh, it feels irresponsible. But I feel like if you do it right, you could do it in a way that is as safe as possible. Right. And again, I don't know if I'm traveling yet, but it is a thought in my head of like, okay, do I drive? And see some family. Yeah, I mean, we've already made the decision that we're going to Atlanta for before Christmas. We're not going to, because my family's not doing anything for Christmas, like a big thing like they normally do. Yeah, mine's not either. Yeah, so I think we're just going to literally go and, like, see my grandma at my uncle's house and, like, they'll wheel her up to, like, the front door. And then we'll just be in the driveway just to, like, say hi and see her and then give her a couple of things that um, I'm purchasing for her for uh, for Christmas. And we'll do the same with my mom um, because she had the brain aneurysm. Yeah. So we want to make sure that she's okay. Yeah. Um, so we're just going to do that. And then I think we're going to actually, literally, Abe and I are going to go to the North Georgia mountains oh. and get a cabin oh. and then Holy just moly. do that for a couple of days and then come back here for Christmas. Mm. So that's I think that's our plan so far, just so we can, like, do something yeah. because for those two weeks we're off, I don't want to just sit. Good. Yeah, just just so we can see people, but do it safely, just and then we distance, can go yeah. isolate ourselves in a I cabin. Don't even, I don't even nice. know what Christmas is. Ha- I don't even know. I just figured out with Maya's dad, like I'm literally this past week, I'm gonna get her Christmas Eve into Christmas Day, mm. and he'll get him the day before Christmas Eve into Christmas Eve mm. day. So I'm like, we just locked that down. I don't even know what the rest of my break looks like. I know we're not gonna go to Ohio. Right. Yeah. Um. But after that, my, my mom is like restless. She's like, well, I mean, what what are we gonna do? I'm like, woman, I don't know. I, I don't know. Hang out probably, and you know. What if y'all like do something? Um. In the sorry, somebody's calling me on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. somebody called me earlier on Instagram, and I'm like, stop it. Um, like do like a hotel or Airbnb like on Siesta Key or like 
do like a very Florida Christmas or something for a day or two. Just to do just to do something. Like I feel like what like literally it's like I've been Googling like what can we safely do? Mm -hmm. Like let's go kayaking. Like all the stuff that I hate to do, but I'm like, we just gotta do something. Yeah. We just gotta do something. Hang on, I'm gonna have to start. Yeah, I'm kinda shocked that you said you're gonna go to a cabin. I just don't I don't know. Do you have you ever been to a cabin? Do you go to cabin? Yeah, I don't think Absolutely. I don't think he knows what a cabin is. No, 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 but hold on, hold on, hold on. This is exactly like you. No, no, no. This isn't like uh, you know, out in the woods with no electricity. This is like luxurious. a luxurious you're, cabin. You're glamping. Yes, glamping, girl. Mm-hmm. We're not setting up tents. Like, I think I saw, uh, I think it was Evander, our digital video guy that mm-hmm. we haven't seen in almost a year. Um, he was camping somewhere, like tent. And yeah. I was oh, like, girl, was, bye. Like, they're out in like the wilderness. That is such a good experience. Though. Girl, bye. Oh. There ain't no hell way you get me out there. Why you take a poop? It Buy a tree. Buy a tree. Dig yeah. a hole. Girl, I'm not pooping outside. You have to connect with who we were originally. No, no I don't. ancestors. I'll read about it and I'll listen to a podcast. Mm-hmm. Nah, you can mm, make the, the podcast. Same. We got technology for a reason. I want my tush to feel nice and comforted and okay. I don't want to wipe it with a leaf. All right, then. And with that... And there it is. There's the podcast for today. <laughs> <laughs> we back, baby. Didn't yes. you miss us, girl? We back. Yes. Well, make sure to send in your intros <laughs> to us to help us kick off the podcast. We got a couple of really cool guests that we have coming up this week. Um, aren't we interviewing what's her face? Do you remember her name? Nope. Emily? No. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I thought I saw an email about an Emily. Is there not an Emily somewhere? No? What? I mean, there are plenty of Emilys, but I just don't think this woman is Emily. Oh. Um, but we have someone that if you're having a hard time, like, socializing um, as an adult, and especially in these COVID times, how do you do it? And she's based here locally in Tampa Bay. And so we've been working with her with our diversity and inclusion committee here. And so we, I thought it would be cool to have her on the podcast okay. to talk to her. You know, Her name's Danielle. Danielle. Dang it. There we go. I just really thought it was Emily. No, no, I'll Emily. I'll find someone get an Emily on here. Um, and then also we're going to talk to our old producer, Nikki. Oh, From yeah. way back in the day. Uh, she has a new podcast. She lives in Chicago now. Yeah. Um, and so she has a new podcast. So we're going to chat with her this week as well uh, about what the podcast is about and where she's been Good and where her. her career has taken her. Yeah. For a while, she was like sort of silent on social media. And I was like. She okay? And right. then it's like she exploded back on the scene. And I was like, oh, I'm really glad to see that. She said, I'm working on my new podcast, girl. So we'll talk to her uh, later this week as well. Holly, what's all of your social media information? Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Sculpt. At Scott Tavlin, S-C-O-T-T-T-A-V-L-I-N. And mine is Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L, uh, Fuller. What? <laughs> What? We back. Listen, I haven't done this outro in a long time, so I'm having a hard time. Miguel Fuller on all the social media networks. And if you want a Miguel and Holly sticker, you can always send me an email, Miguel at Hot1015TampaBay.com. And if you listen on Apple Podcast, make sure to rate and subscribe and leave us a little rating. We appreciate it. Catch up up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.